0: All day. From the garage. Yeah, but Matt's turning the wrenches. Turning the wrenches. It's your mechanic. Yeah, it's your, it's your mechanic. It's right the <clears throat> so we had totally planned to do this episode, this Halloween episode from the from the comfort of Matt's house. Psych. Psych, we're in the uncomfortableness of Matt's garage.
1: Not my garage.
0: They don't know that. Well, I don't have the money for a garage. Well, they didn't know that yet. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> now yeah. they
0: do. Well, guys, I hope y'all enjoyed the uh, episode. Hopefully it was spooky enough for wow. you. Spoopy time. Spoopy, spoopy, spoopy. Um, yeah, so uh, how are we going to intro this thing?
1: Um, since we're recording it in poor fashion, we can still have the intro song. Perfect. So we'll just come in like... I'm like you normally
0: do on like a skit. That's what I'm saying. What are we going to do for this skit? Okay, you're a mechanic. I'm a mechanic. I'm under the hood. I can make mechanic noises. <laughs> what the hell? You just like act like I ran over somebody. No, no, no. Sir. It's Halloween. I murdered somebody in my car and you're finding hair and body parts. Yeah. And
1: then and then you're going to be like, so how much to like, you know, make this go away? i want to be like, you this much. you're like, damn, those prices are scary. <laughs> proper body disposal, I'm going to go down to my boys at the All Day Special. There you go. <laughs> they know how to do with a dead body.
0: <laughs> All Day Special runs a body shop? It's a different kind of body shop. Yeah, not that kind. Not that kind of body not shop. That kind, <laughs> sure, not that kind of body shop. Not that kind of I like that. That's good. That's good. That's good stuff. Oh, shucks, Dad. I ate another one. No, so uh, I listened to... Well, I, 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 yeah, it's the bloopers. I can talk about it. But I listened to the Bad Friends Halloween episode, and Andrew Santino dressed up as Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, gosh. And you have to listen. To, if you guys haven't, you need to listen to that episode. It's so funny. Andrew Santino does a fantastic Jeffrey Dahmer impression. Oh, yeah? He made the joke, like, if you... If you Hold on. I just, I just want to take some pictures. I just want to take some pictures, Dad. Dad? Dad. Dad, I really messed up this time, didn't I? <laughs> oh shucks. I'm a total failure. Oh shucks, dad. The the like, meat you no, know, you're not a failure. You're a three time convicted murderer. Well shucks, dad. The meat tasted extra good today. Oh shucks. But yeah, it was really oh, it was really man. funny. I laughed that entire episode. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. So he says there was something happens. Oh, yeah, man.
0: Just so you guys know, when we're not recording this podcast and putting our effort and energy into this podcast, we're putting our effort and energy into other people's podcasts. That's why we haven't been recording is because we've been listening to other podcasts. We've yes. been gathering ideas. Promoting we've been that. crunching the numbers. Running we've the stats. Running the stats. We promoted Matt from producer to mechanic. Yes. Um. You know, we're we're in here. Swimwear. In there, like swimwear. Yes, sir. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, intro, I ran over a dead body. Oh shucks. How do you get all that hair out of there, man? (laughs) Shucks. So like, uh, what's it? What's
1: what's it gonna cost to like make all this go away?
0: Hey man, that's a good cut of meat right there. You sure you just throwing that away? Yeah. You wanna move it? Oh, sorry. Now I'm gonna be front and center.
1: I like it too, cause like when he gets mad, he's just always calm, he's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, Oh! I told you not
0: to touch my fucking doll. My fucking mannequin. Not my fucking mannequin. The mannequin manigan kisses me while I'm watching Hannah Montana. Then jergin off with the Jergens again. Oh, okay. Okay. Did you come? Is that is that, a, is that off the off the doll? That was Eminem. Oh really? What is it? Uh. Dear bottle, dear watching Montana while I make out with the mannequin mannequin <laughs> or something like that. Right, Matt, what are you going to talk about? What did you talk about? Uh, Uh-oh. The, the, the big mechanical things are moving around. i
1: about uh, time management. Time
0: management and how scary procrastinating can be. I had a major depressive episode today. Yeah, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about how scary that is. Um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Happy Halloween. And uh, don't uh, don't put razor blades in the apples, kitties. All day. All day. Love y'all. Matt, I need you to get over here and start making uh, mechanic noises. Come on now Get it going Pop shove it over here You gotta ask me what seems to be the problem today Hey, hey man How you doing?
1: What's, what's going on pal? Uh, you, uh, you okay?
0: Well I uh I was just uh, traveling down the road, you see, and uh, I just uh, think I think I ran over a deer or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, and, yeah happens, engines, man. engines buckling around, bumping around. And, sorry uh, to hear that. Yeah, I just wanted to see you take a look in there and tune it up for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me let me be, let me be right back. I gotta go. Back
0: okay. All right. Well, uh, let me just make sure all this is on me up and up. Is that a finger? Oh, I'm gonna get rid of that. Oh. Right, man, uh...
1: What's look at the car, man?
0: Uh, What's going on with it, uh, man?
1: You said you hit a deer?
0: Yeah, you know, it was late at night coming home from, uh... from the big game, and I, uh... I never really saw it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Just ran right out in front of me, you know. Yeah. Long luscious legs on that deer. Yeah, uh huh, yeah. Nice pretty blonde hair. Um, was the deer wearing a? I think. I wearing think, a sports jersey. I think so. Oh yeah. A big big fan of, uh, of of local high. Yeah. You know. Um, oh. but anyway, can you tell me what's wrong with it, man? I just I really uh, I got to get on the road. I'm, I'm kind of
1: in you, a man. rush. i to be real with
0: you, man. Uh, you ran somebody over. No, it was a deer, man. No,
1: no. It was person. a deer
0: in a sports jersey with a blonde wig on. Yeah, yeah, no, no. no, no. Okay, well, let's let's just let's just crunch the numbers here, okay? okay. Yeah, yeah. How much is it gonna cost to make my little engine problem go away? Oh. Oh. Don't mind that finger right there. That's from the deer.
1: Right. Right. This deer's got me. Yeah, right. Oh. Probably, you know, man. Uh, I don't usually do this, but I'd probably cut you a deal for, like, five grand.
0: Five grand?
1: I mean, yeah, you know, because i got to keep push. For know? body work? You want me to touch this motherfucker, you know?
0: Oh, shucks. Well... You know what? I've got some buddies uh, down the road that that have a body shop. I think I'm gonna take it on down to them. Yeah, man, you do that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's no problem. Um, you know, oh, don't don't mess with that. I I wanted I wanted to keep that there as a souvenir. Right. right, 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 right yeah. yeah. Just get the fuck out of here. Right? Hey, that's a good cut of meat you're throwing just, away yeah, just there. Get, just get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, I uh, if you need me, I'm heading down to the uh to the body shop down there. The fellas at right. the uh. All day special. Can't sell that at all. Ooh, boo, it's Halloween. Speed. That's what happens when Jeffrey Dahmer comes up to your uh to your to your mechanic shop. Guys, welcome into another episode, another spooky dookie episode of the all day special. I of course in your your grave robber brett joined with my co-grave robber matt your boy it's it's
1: it's 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 a, it's it's
0: a mechanic spooky guy it's a spooky guy we're here we're working on a truck on halloween because matt doesn't know how to uh, manage his time properly okay you know um but yeah we missed halloween last year um by like a couple weeks, uh, you know, coming up on the one year anniversary, all day special Woo! here in a couple all weeks, day. all day, all day, all, all day. day. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we just wanted to get in here and, uh, get spooky with you guys. You know, our first episode, uh, we did a lot of, uh, we did like improv, scary stories. We did the, uh, the five word horror stories from our audience and, uh, yeah, we're back here now again. And, um, happy halloween everybody happy halloween we're getting a little spoopy a little spoopy, spoopy spoopy and um you know living our best life you got any big plans for halloween matt uh you know
1: we'll be working on this truck no at the pony
0: at the pony on halloween On Halloween. Yeah. that's got to be fun though do the, do the strippers dress up i
1: mean i don't know it's my first halloween working
0: there that's fair I mean, you'd have to imagine, right? I mean, I don't go to a strip club on Halloween and not expect to see a bunch of slutty nurses, slutty priests, you slutty know what nuns, I expect? slutty sluts. I highly expect that most of the
1: dancers are going to be out trick-or-treating with their kids and it's going to be just me and the employees for a long night. Mm. And I make $10. The long Halloween? Yeah. But at least there's candy, so, you know.
0: Like, are you talking about the stripper? What? No. <laughs> you know, we don't have a Okay, I will never frequent... The pony until you get a candy or until I get divorced. <laughs> do have, have a diamond? Actually, we do have a diamond. Do you have a Mercedes? No, but we got a Porsche. Of course. Motherfuckers always be naming their kids after shit they ain't ever gonna get. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, you're leaking some juices out of that nozzle there, it's bud. Like this little thing? Some, is that, is that spooky juice? Can you quit pointing my dick? Oh, Yeah. Your, your, your Spooky Johnson is leaking spooky juice all over the front of this heavy Chevy. Yeah. I'm trying to step my note in here, but as you can see, it's not going go out the way. Do you need a hand from your co-host here? Your co-grave robber? Your I co-mechanic? I think it's time to go. What if you put that in the wrong way? What if you just put that in there backwards? I think what's holding me is this right here. Well, it can only go in. Yeah, that's what she said. Tell that to my wife. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Ha, happy Halloween, you fucking bitches. Um, but yeah, I think uh I think so uh we're out here at the garage. I don't have service. I was going to look up like a creepy pasta to read while we were doing this cuz it's scary. It's spooky, time. It's spooky time. But we're not. We're not. We're not because I don't have service, so we're right. Uh I'm going to come up with one off the dome, off the dome, off the dome, off the roof? like we did last year, off the coconut, off the coconut.
1: He's a madman.
0: Madman, but I'm staying away from Tiffany Johnson and her fucking crazy ass dad with a ten foot long katana. <laughs> right, right, right. I could have told you that. Yeah. All right. But uh, anyway, welcome in. We're uh, we're back here at the crypt. And we're, uh, we're telling spooky stories for Halloween. Um, and I'm sure post-production there will be some scary music in here behind my voice right now. Oh, we're getting fancy? We're getting fancy. We don't have that much time. Too fancy. We're, we're putting it on you, buddy. We're putting it on well, you. There's make some time stamps, my boy. Stank on you. Stank on you. What time are we at? We're at 13 minutes, man. Oh, this, this 13 crazy. minutes. We need to put in some fucking, uh, <clears throat> put in some damn, put in some damn scary music. That's Spooky number, number 13. But anyway. 13 minutes. Hell yeah, you guys are about to witness us produce and do a podcast all at the same time. All right. It was a scary, dark, desolate, dank. Yeah. Dang. I guess? Yeah. We're okay. In th- <laughs> it was a dark and desolate <laughs> night on Magruder Avenue. Young Jimmy had just wrapped up trigger-treating for the night with his babysitter, <laughs> Tiffany Johnson. God A <laughs> year later, she's so grown up. She's, she's, babysitting, now. she's babysitting now. Oh. We got co-stars. Anyways. He walks in the door and sets his fat plump sack down on the couch and begins sorting through his load that he has acquired that night. Yeah, not the word. It's not ideal. Are you already scared? Are you horrified yet? I'm horrified. All right. It's Halloween. Every kid has a plump sack on Halloween, unless you're poor. That's good. But, uh, but yeah. So, little, little Jimmy sets down his plump sack, and he begins tuning in to the scary broadcast on the television while he sorts through his assortment. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: On the TV is uh, Friday the 13th. Oh, classic. Classic. Jason's coming out of the lake, and little Jimmy's one of these fucking millennial kids who doesn't know how to get terrified by anything other than a fucking... My jewel went out His jewel went out Nothing scarier than that But Anyway As he's sorting through his load Anyway As he's sorting through his load And uh He's sorting through his load Watching uh, Friday the 13th On the television He hears a He hears a A a knock And a a crash Come from the From the kitchen Okay Miss Johnson Miss Johnson no response. Wow. Keep in mind it's it's dark in the house, it's Halloween. He wanted to set the vibe for the scary movie while he was sorting out his candy, so it's completely completely dark. Yeah, he's, he's trying, trying to he's thing. trying to fuck something with that massive sack and that huge load he had brought yeah, in for Tiffany the night. Johnson. Tiffany Johnson, the babysitter. And just gotta play a little Billy Joel, she'll get right to it. Yeah, some candies look <laughs> some Billy Joel. Some Billy Joel. But um uh, Anyway. So uh, so he goes to try and cut the lamp on next to the couch. You get a little light on the situation, but it doesn't come on. He tries, the, he tries the lamp on the other side. No! Nothing. Whoa! I don't know if I can handle this
1: right
0: But for some reason, the TV's still on. He tries the lights on the wall, nothing. Okay. All of a sudden, the TV. What's on the TV? It goes static. All you hear in the house is the static. Lights flicker across the room, it's dark. Honestly, he looks outside the window and he can't even see the the light from the street lamps coming in. It's pitch black. The only light he can see is from the static from the TV. At this time little Jimmy starts to panic. He throws his massive sack of candy underneath the couch to hide it, as any self-respecting child would do. They have 10-foot-tall couches. Jesus <laughs> It's all about efficiency. But, uh, but anyway, so like I said, it's pitch black other than the TV howling and hissing away. At this point, little Jimmy, he's, he's getting terrified so much that he's hidden his candy away. And he's, he's shaking in his Winnie the Pooh costume. What's hiding the candy? It's just, you know, he doesn't want to lose his treasure. You know, what, is a, what does a pirate do when I he's under he's attack? He buries like his treasure. Him. Exactly. Exactly. Jimmy has burdens. He has obligations to oblige to. Jimmy turns from the living room and begins to walk into the foyer in the stairwell. As he does, though, the picture on the TV changes. Black screen. Red letters appear like blood dripping down. Oh. I see you. Oh, hell no. I see you. Who sees him? Jimmy runs, tries to cut the TV off. He hits the button three, four times. Nothing happens. Of course not. He freaks out, grabs the plug, yanks it. Okay. The TV's still on. No! At that moment, as he unplugs it, a loud screech begins to emanate from the TV. The light on the TV gets brighter. Oh shit. And brighter. Oh shit. And brighter. brighter. He starts hearing more commotion coming from the kitchen, more crashing, banging. It sounds like, like glass being thrown around, like plates being smashed on the floor. Jesus. He, he's, he's frozen in shock, staring at the TV. Tries to turn to go to the kitchen to investigate. As he does, the light and the sound from the TV has reached its maximum. It's ridiculously bright. You can't even read the words. The TV's screeching like a tornado siren in his living room. At that moment, the TV explodes in a blinding flash of light. Jesus. Glass goes everywhere, impales young Jimmy in his face. Oh, gosh! And one shard goes in his eye. Blood's dripping. He's screaming, crying, begging for Tiffany Johnson to come save him. Tiffany Johnson. It's at that moment that little Jimmy hears the commotion from the kitchen goes silent the room is completely black the the sound has died down from the TV it's just black darkness he walks through the foyer to the hallway back to the kitchen pitch black all the way trying light switches, nothing's working flipping lamp switches, nothing's working he walks in the kitchen. As he opens the swing door. He peers inside. He expects to see his babysitter pulling, pulling some kind of prank on him. He walks in, the kitchen is a complete wreck. Absolutely destroyed. There's blood. That's dripping, off of the, dripping off of the counter, onto the floor, pooling. Running to the back door, but there's nobody in the kitchen. No signs of forced entry. Nothing. He turns, scared, shaking, back to the kitchen door. He's got a ratchet in his. In his in his head. He's, he's gotta get a phone, he's gotta call somebody, he's gotta figure out what's going on. As he exits the kitchen and gets back into the foyer, all the lights in the house come on at a blinding, blinding light like the TV did earlier. Oh shit. The stereo in the living room begins to play. Oh, he did that. Billy Joel. No! What song? Piano man. No god. But it's distorted, slowed, very creepy. Despite it being slow, Jimmy recognizes it. It's one of his mom's favorite songs. She loves Billy Joel. That's why him. That's why Tiffany Johnson's there, and why his mom and Tiffany Johnson met over their love of Billy Joel. Right. So he recognizes the lyrics, but he, he it's weird. He's never heard it that slowed down before. But. As it rounds the chorus, it begins to say over and over, I see you, I see you. To the, to the tune of Piano Man, over and over. I see you, I see you. Oh, that's freaking hell, though. No. Little Jimmy freaks. He's forgotten all about his sack, his massive sack underneath the couch. How could he? It's 10 feet tall. He runs, he runs, he throws open the front door, right into a ten-foot-long katana. Uh, damn it! And a <laughs> Tiffany Johnson standing there, it's blood all over her, done. and Jimmy's mom's head in her hand. Yeah, that's new. He screams, Ah! As the 10-foot-long katana comes down over his head. Everything goes black, just like my last story. The end. Ooh! Spooky!
1: Did you like my story? It was good.
0: It was a good time. It was scary. Happy Halloween, motherfucker. You want me to do one? Yeah, I want you to do one. Alright.
1: It was a cold, stormy night.
0: Okay. You know, I'm sorry, I hate to interrupt. Horror stories never start off like, it was a warm, sunny day on the beach.
1: Real horror stories do.
0: You're right, real life ones.
1: It was a cold, rainy night. About 20 degrees, if I remember correctly. And a young mechanic who was working night shifts, slinging boots on game day weekends, was making his way out to the shop for a late night smoke. With the guys. With the boys. The group message said meet up at 2 at the shop. We're going to smoke and we're going to get Waffle House. Hey. I said that sounds good. That sounds
0: like a good-ass Halloween. I'm sorry, the dumb
1: mechanic says that sounds good.
0: That sounds like a good-ass Halloween. It's not Halloween, but okay. Oh, it's not? It's game day weekend. On Halloween. I'm sure. <laughs> it's Halloween story. Uh, it's a Halloween uh, episode. It's got to happen on Halloween. All right, so anyways.
1: Um, Halloween. Halloween, cold stormy night. Cold stormy young night mechanic. at the shop, Waffle House in Weed. Yeah, so the young mechanic shows up at about 159, being the punctual young man he is.
0: Bullshit. The mechanic didn't show up till 2.30. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so
1: the mechanic showed up at 2.30, and he then realized that the welder was in the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't realize that nobody was there. He was the first one there which is odd because he's always 30 minutes late 30 minutes late so your first inst- uh, so month. his first assumption was that they went to waffle house without him without him that's scary dude. that's the real scary part yeah. <laughs> and they also smoked without him apparently too oh dude smoked and that. left for waffle house fuck that. i mean i could see postponing the smoke stash but not
0: the waffle house well you can't go to waffle house without smoking it's facts you can't blame him yeah but still i blame him anyway continue your story i'm sorry i can't blame him he's a great guy that, that dumbass mechanic? Yeah. Great guy. I love that guy. I said dumb mechanic. I never said dumbass. Oh. Dumbass mechanic. Asshole.
1: Uh, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, he was like, oh, man. I guess they're not here. He walks aside to make sure. Turns the lights on. Normal shit. Just a dark, desolate, cold shock. Shadows everywhere. It's kind of creepy. mm mm-hmm. He's used to it. He's out there fixing the shit at 2 a.m. all the time. He makes his way to the front to make sure he steals some candy because it's Halloween time. There's always candy and candy bowl in the front. Anyways, he then goes back to the back room and goes so he can get back to his car so he can go to Waffle House where he assumes everybody is at. He gets in the car. It won't crank. Mm. So, him being the studious mechanic that he is, he's like, well, it's probably just a bad day. I'm going grab a jump pack. He then hops out of the car. All oh, the lights at the shop turn off. Lights and everything. Pitch black. Pitch black. I got chills. Being the studious mechanic he is, of course he has a pocket flashlight. You like that word, studious. (laughs) Being the dependable young man that he is, of course he has a pocket flashlight.
0: Why wouldn't he? He's got it right now. Why not? (laughs) I got it right now,
1: yeah. (laughs) He pulls out the pocket flashlight and he lights up the darkness with a dim shine. He looks around him, there's nothing there. Just the same old, same old then says, Hmm. Well, I better go find a jump pad. So he goes inside to find a jump pad. The door's locked. He you
0: looks,
1: locked yourself out again. He looks for his keys. He doesn't have
0: them.
1: <gasps> oh, he's like, okay, well maybe they're in the car. That's right. You know, I mean that makes sense, right? Nope, not in the car either. <gasps> Fuck me, right? Uh
0: <laughs> the,
1: the young man Every locked time. himself out of the shop again, and it's dark, and he's already kind of freaked out, so he goes back to the truck and grabs his gun. Okay. He puts it he puts it in his back of his waistband and he walks around to the front. So hopefully he'll try to get in with that lock. Hopefully it's unlocked. He walks in front. It's not unlocked. Force yeah. the force the ghost
0: to open the door. Bitch, open the fucking door. I'm gonna put a bullet in your fucking ghostly head. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then,
1: already on edge, he looks across the street <gasps> like, to the business right across the street, the, across electri- the highway. The electrical company looks, across the, the company, street. He notices that they have power. And then he looks next door. As the electrical company should have power? No.
0: And then he looks <laughs> next
1: door, and the business next to him has power as well. He then suspects something's up. Something. So fishy. he goes around the side, and he picks up the garage door. Because he knows where the brake box is at, inside. So he sneaks in through the, through the, through the backup, backup way. He, he made this because he's, he never has his keys. If you're going to be undependable, be dependable.
0: I like it. Yeah.
1: So he goes inside he looks around crawls underneath the garage and looks around he hears scuttling in the back <gasps> scuttling big scuttling Not oh, a raccoon he draws his 38 special <laughs> now there's no ch- ch- it's a over and <laughs> yeah, he flicks the barrel one time to let him know what's up there's no response he does a little, uh, a he little shouts out with it he, he shouts it around out his finger. he shouts out if anybody's in here if you're trying to get your car just leave, and then no response. So then he said, hmm. "All right." He then rears around the edge of the wall and looks into the back half of the shop. There's nothing there. He inspects it thoroughly. There's nothing there. All of a sudden, they're scuttling from the other side of the shop.
0: <clears throat>
1: but he was just there. What happened? He couldn't have got past him. It's only—it's like a one-way hallway. There's, there's no getting past him without you know being seen. So he goes makes his way cautiously back to the front of the shop. He looks around. He doesn't see anything. He hears someone, there's some tumbling and rumbling in the front office. He goes to the front office, he looks around, he doesn't see anything. Next thing you know, he hears a growl, a low growl. But guess where it is? In his butt. Right above him. Oh no. Guess who it is? Who is it? It's the hash singing slasher. <laughs> and he, when the young mechanic got hashed. And slashed? No, just hashed. But what about Waffle House? Uh, him and the hashtag slash slashed him with Waffle House after. Oh, okay. So, like, after he slashed him, he was like, Ow, oh, bro, what the fuck? And then he's like, Yeah, I guess you're going to die now. And I'm like, Well, you know, you going to smoke this blunt with me for ideal? And he said, Yeah, bro, I can do this. At least I can do. So, smoke smoked the blunt, pieced it up. He said, This is some good shit, bro. I'm hungry as
0: hell. And then they went to you know. They, they went to Waffle House, you know. Is that when you found your boys at Waffle House? The, the rest of the shop guys at Waffle House? No, nah, he, he, already, he, already he already got them. Uh, see, that would have been a funny ending to the story, is you both go to Waffle House, and you'd be like, man, these motherfuckers left me. Hashling and Slasher, get them. Oh, and damn And then they just, missed. like, massacre in the Waffle House. I missed out on the, on the, on the, on the, on the uh, That would have been funny. But yeah, that was pretty scary. The Hashling and Slasher got your friends and then smoked a blunt with you and ate Waffle House with you. I mean, that's typical shit, man, you know, when you're living like a boss. It's
1: just, <laughs> it costs to be a boss. It does cost to be a boss. You know, if you want to smoke with the hashtag slasher, you got to get slashed, sorry.
0: You got to get slashed, bro. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Damn. No, I, um... <laughs> I, I, just, I heard a funny joke today. I was, I've, so I've been listening to Theo Vaughn's podcast. Uh, I think it's called Over the Weekend, mm-hmm. or About the Weekend, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um... He was talking to. I've been watching the ones with him and Caleb Presley, which is the guy from Marshall Sports that does uh, Sunday conversation.
1: I love the one I saw with him and
0: Kevin Gates, bro. Uh, get my whole ass Ted. The asshole or the ass? Did you see the one where he tried to make him rhyme something with orange? Yeah. He's like rhyme pineapple with orange. He's like an orange. An orange. <laughs> yo, yo. I'm going hard for my orange juice. I got the panorange inside of you. You Panorange. I got orange, bars. I can spit rhymes. If you're pushing a panorange. I, I don't know if I'd want it. That's a torn chode. Ooh, that's a torn chode, baby. Oh, we... Alright, but... Anyway, no, see, the, the thing about a pin orange is it's like in the shape of a pineapple, yeah. but it looks like an orange. So it's got the leaves of a pineapple, okay. but instead of being prickly, it's like an orange in the think, shape of a pineapple. I think you're thinking
1: this out more than Kevin himself thought it out.
0: Yeah, because if it's going in my ass, I want to know what's going in my ass. This is true. Right? This is respect. All right. But yeah, they made a joke today. They were like, fucking kids today are just so, like, so out of it, you know? Yeah. It's like you just hand him an iPad, and it's like, whatever. And then Theo Vaughn's like, yeah, it's like you could just about molest a kid. As long as they've got an iPad, they won't even know it. Oh, okay.
1: All right. Questionable. I know. Questionable. I was like,
0: Damn. <sighs> but he's not far off. I mean, kids are so into fucking iPads nowadays. Oh, it's dude, scary. I right now. And I know, like, a lot of people say this and they don't go through with it, but I'm staying
1: firm on it, bro. My kid's not having a goddamn iPhone.
0: You want to scare, scare a kid? Fucking dress up as a fucking sunny day outside, and they will, they will cry. I ain't going to say it like that. It's just, like, they're so available. And they get them so young. Like, they, they get iPads before well, they, they they're in. They're in I, didn't, I didn't fucking have, like... I, I never once in school got a piece of technology, like an iPad or a laptop, that was from the school to do work on, ever. I my mean, cousins did. That was right after me. We had like, we had like shitty HP laptops that they would get us. We didn't. We we'd go to the computer lab. We had a computer lab. Most of the time we would go to the
1: computer lab, but the, the laptops were like the mobile computer lab. But place. now
0: now they're doing. The kids have iPads, and you take your iPad home, and the teacher puts the stuff on the iPad, and the are you, are you, you know it? this and this. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of, because that would have made my. I feel like that would have. It would have benefited me, but at the same time. I feel like we're a good generation because we experienced before technology and then I say before technology, but before cusp. before like social media and, social and, and cell heart. phones and all this hit. You know, when it was we'd go outside and play on our bikes or we'd come in and watch TV, but we were still so excited to go outside. It's like I feel like nowadays you can barely get a kid outside.
1: Here's how here's how it was when I was twelve, man. When I was twelve,
0: like i surprised they still like to go out trick-or-treating and stuff and dressing up. Well, that's another thing, too. They don't...
1: We gotta stop the parents, too, because parents... Parents use iPads as, like, right crutches. Right yeah, they, they do that, and then, like, with trick-or-treating, they do trunk-or-treats and shit. Like, I understand which kid would be safe, though, but, I mean, like, you also gotta let them experience the world
0: because mm-hmm. the world's not safe. My thing is, is, like... Trigger treating when I was a kid. Was the best ever. It was awesome. But the thing about it was is we never went. It wasn't like fucking me and my mom just went into some fucking random ass neighborhood where you no, don't see was, people walking around. It where you And, you, you know, it was where you lived. There was always, like, a bunch of kids walking around, you know. Or even if it wasn't where you lived, if you didn't have a – we would get together because I remember when I lived, like, out in the middle of fucking nowhere and the closest house was, like, a mile and a half away from me. We, me and my friends from school would all get together, and we'd ride into town, into a neighborhood with our parents. Yeah. And we'd all, as, like, a group go trick-or-treating in another neighborhood.
1: Yeah, like the rich neighborhoods they got, like, But now,
0: shit. I mean, I don't know. I feel like just kids are so fucking exposed to so much shit nowadays. Like, with the internet and everything, like, they're, like, it's easier for, for, for predators and stuff to find them. You know what I mean? I remember when we were first getting into computers and stuff, how it was always like, never put your name out online, never put where you're living. Like, it was all these rules that it was like kind of new to us, you know? We, we yeah. never really heard of somebody getting abducted off of the internet or like meeting somebody on the internet and getting abducted or kid, you know, something like that. That's like an everyday thing that happens now. A kid goes on Messenger, thinks he's messaging some, some friend from school. It's some fucking pedophile who's created a fucking profile and, you know, that kind of shit. That kind of shit didn't happen when we were kids. So, like, yeah, I agree. Like, it's definitely a scarier world out there. But at the same time, like, I feel like that you're you're inhibiting kids from enjoying life because it's like you're, you're too scared to let them experience the world. So let's just stick an iPad in front of them and keep them inside where it's safe. And then you end up with fucking kids coming out and going into college thinking that, you know, they're owed something and they're not expected to do anything. Yeah, I mean, it's a straight up. You know, it's like a back and forth. It's a balance with everything. I like how my girl always talks about. Uh... Our mechanic is left underneath the hood. He's in the cab of the truck now.
1: Oh, my girl always talks about perception being perceived. That's a big one to me. Like uh, I never really thought about it till she talks about it. But um, like. When shout out
0: Miss Mary, by the way Yeah, shout coming out Coming at you from Miss Mary Shout out Shout out my love The lovely lady I me, tried to get I was gonna get Jade Mia, mia amor I was gonna get Jade to do our Halloween episode with us But uh She didn't want to come out to the shop? No, she wasn't off work yet
1: Um. But, but,
0: but yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt But Mary said No, no it's like, uh, it's perception Like
1: uh, when we were 12 and 13 Like I don't know about you I'm pretty sure you were pretty similar to me Like when we were 12 and 13 All I wanted to do was Masturbate Shit, beat my dick. And then, like, <laughs> go play basketball. Yeah. And then like, eat or drink sodas and play Call of Duty Zombies. Mm. And like, that's the thing. Like, that's if, it. if we were inside, like we were playing, like I didn't like playing games with myself. Mm. Like only time I would sit there and like play games like that, like obviously at night time. But like, just during the day, like I'm only playing with the boys. Yeah. And that's only because we're taking a break and refueling on Mountain Dew Voltage. I,
0: I, I'll let you continue, but I do want to make the comment. When I was 12 and 13, that was really, like, the first time I had moved somewhere where I wasn't in a neighborhood. Yeah. That was when I moved to – that was when I first moved here, like, 13, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. I had moved to, you know, that house where I used to live, where you first came when we met, over in Cumberland. Cumberland right by the yeah. Right by the school? Yeah, the old school. See, that was, like, the first time that I hadn't lived in a neighborhood where I could, like, walk down to a friend's house. You know, I didn't know – the, there weren't kids that lived around me. Like, there were two really super young kids that lived across the street, but they were, like, three and four, you yeah, know? Yeah, and yeah, then absolutely. I had a buddy of ours. He, he went to Starkville. He lived around, like, you went, had to walk probably, like, a mile to his house, yeah. you know? And, um, and but, we, me and him got into trouble uh, fucking breaking windows out of the school. When the when the tornado blew through, we went through, like, the the wreckage of the school and we like threw rocks through like windows and shit and then you know they threatened to call the police on us and all this and that but our mentality was like a fucking tornado came and did this and y'all didn't call the police on the tornado (laughs) well all that is to say
1: that when we were younger it was just about fucking off and like enjoying ourselves yeah whereas like kids with social media now like like perception of what I felt the perception of me was when I was 12 and 13 was is I got my two neighborhood friends and I go to school but I mean those are just school people mm-hmm. and really like it doesn't matter if they don't live in the neighborhood as me and they're not my like close buddies
0: mm-hmm.
1: like other people are just other people
0: yeah
1: whereas now with social media like everyone has access to everyone
0: mm-hmm. and
1: especially while as adults we can sit here and discern our time and we have work and obligations and kids and everything now kids don't have that so when they're in a space like you know like we were like you were yeah you guys are using your free time busting windows in, 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 in an old in an old house in school and honestly in my opinion that's not hurting anybody but kids these days aren't doing that they're spending their free time getting on facebook they're spending their free time getting on instagram they're spending their free time getting on twitter snapchat and they're taking things that were supposed to be met social media as in like a thing and they're turning it to a lifestyle
0: mm-hmm. and when
1: they do that like, just think about it, like, bullying. Like, think about how accessible bullying is. You don't even have to actually, like, go confront someone anymore. Mm-hmm. You can call them out on Twitter. Yeah. And you can hurt you can hurt their reputation way more than doing it in real life.
0: And, that, and then another thing with that is, you know, adults are bad about it, about just, like, trying to look good on social media and the pressure that puts on an adult trying to look. Imagine how a kid does it. Because we, we all know how bad bullying and, and gossiping, like, it's bad in, as an adult. But you know, it is twenty times worse dude. in a high school where it's nothing but kids to just talk shit about with each other.
1: All day. Gr- if all the if when I was a sixth grade, if we all had cell phones with fa- with Facebook
0: and Instagram on it, dude, how many? How dude. I'm not trying to be morbid. How many fucking kids would have killed themselves had they had, the, you know what I mean? For the I mean, bullying, you know bullying I mean? was already bad in our school. Yeah, I it mean, was already in it. And bullying in my school was always the like about the upper
1: versus the lower. I'm not I'm not glorifying bullying by any means. But uh, what I am saying is that like whereas before. You know, even if you're getting your ass beat at school every day and, you know, picked on and shit, you get to go home. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not going to come fuck with you in your house, Mm -hmm. whereas you have a Facebook profile, bro. They're going to go blow it up. It's 24-7, bro. They can sit there and beat your ass You can You can
0: block somebody, and they'll get on their friends and and come fuck with you. Yeah. They'll they'll find a way to make another account. They'll do something.
1: Yeah. It's unstoppable. And then even if, like, you sit there and, like, and then, like, what are they going to do? Like, they're going to get to a point where they're like, well, I just don't want to do this. I don't want to even have social media.
0: Oh, and then they're the fucking nerd who and doesn't the have fucking, social media. Yeah, they're the
1: fucking outcast, reject. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, I was just so everybody's gone.
0: Yeah. I, I, the big thing for me is like, when I watch, when I watch like Mac well, on his iPad, like they watch a lot of these like, uh, these like influencer videos, you know, where it'll be like parents taking their kids and be like, this is the toy that we bought our kid and this is where we went for the weekend and this is what we did. <laughs> yeah. And this is what we did. And yeah. I'm like, all you're doing is teaching kids that they don't live up to that. Their yeah. family doesn't live up to that. They're not getting toys bought for them every day. They're not getting to go out to the fucking playground every single day with their. They're not going on family, you know. Yeah, it's facts. It's like it's like the kids. It's like the kids who uh, tell them that uh, that that Santa Claus isn't real, and that's why they didn't get any fucking good presents. Is be, you know that kind of shit. Yeah. When they have Santa Claus and all this and that, and um, I don't know. It's just. Said, it's all. I know we're, like, on a Halloween episode, but, like, this just all got brought up because I'm watching these kids that, like, like you said, like, they don't, they don't go out in neighborhoods and trick-or-treat anymore. They fucking go to a fucking uh, sorority row and do trunk-or-treat. And here's the thing. You know, I, or a church parking lot and do trunk-or-treat. I respect
1: the trunk-or-treat. But the thing is, is that it's become the norm at this point. And, like, it's, like, I respect the trunk-or-treat in the sense of, like, hey, I want to walk my five-year-old around. Mm-hmm. And I want him to be around other five-year-olds. Yeah. I don't support the trunk or treat in the sense of, like, parents and it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> my mom didn't try. My mom was very liberal with her parenting. But, like, if my mom told me at 14 I can't go trick-or-treating wherever the fuck I want, mm-hmm. I would have done it anyways. Yeah. Because that's how it was like then. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, it was so commonplace. And it wasn't, like, a big deal. Whereas mm-hmm. now it's, like, you know, and, you know, it's warranted, too. It's, like, now it's, like, you know, they got to tell people to check candy and shit. They to do all this. It's just, like, bro, we... That wasn't a problem back then. It wasn't. And I still don't like think it's a fucking problem today. I don't think it is either.
0: I think it's exploded up. It's exploded and it's people just trying to push an anti-drug culture. Because here's the thing. And you can fucking... Nobody in their right goddamn mind is going to give your kid fucking edible weed candy. Yeah, exactly. And it, even if I did, like, I got to keep up with them for two hours just so I can enjoy myself and see the side effects. It's like, what the fuck? I never understood that. Like, you know, the putting a razor blade in an apple. Why? doing like you don't even like if it's a prank you don't even get to see the payoff
1: exactly
0: like what's the point of it you're just fucking psychotic Expense. and that's the same thing goes. that's why people aren't fucking if somebody is giving your kid weed candy they need to be institutionalized because weed is expensive the candies are expensive and 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 they, and and the they literally have to follow you around all night to watch your kid fucking pass out exactly I'm, for one, I'm not doing that, especially... Wait, how is that funny? How is that, oh, the kid took weed, the kid took a fucking uh, skittle, a duck. And then another thing is, if you're fa- if the parent is, like, falling for the packaging, that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah,
1: then it, it, it...
0: Airheads, airheads are butt heads. Warheads, butt, you know, shit like that. War Buds or some shit. I mean, some packaging is named just the same, but it always, if it is, it
1: always has that explicitly clear label. But it's a triangle with a cannabis leaf on it, yeah. and it has an exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. Even the CBD shit has that. Yeah. People are stupid, dude. All right, you, you ready for some good news right quick, though? Yes. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break so we can crank this bad boy up and see what we got. <laughs> Happy Halloween,
0: motherfuckers.
1: Do you uh, you want to hear it on the podcast? No, they don't want to hear that because I might curse.
0: Yeah. We'll be right back. Blah! All day. All day. Dude. Damn, there's a dildo in my candy. Ding. <laughs> Ding. Ooh, I'm gonna rape you. Okay, let's stop. Not the hard word. <sighs> yep. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and lift her up for me.
1: All right, man. So, like, what? So, what happened, man? Like, you said you got
0: you got ran over something. Yeah, you're like the third body shop that I've been to tonight. You know, it's Halloween. I hate to push you out like this, but I hit a girl. I mean, a deer coming home from the you big a game. A, a, a deer. A deer. I didn't say girl. I said deer. Right. And uh, and gee, Willikers, I just don't know what to do, man. I got I got hair off my engine. I got blood all over the damn place. I mean, if a cop sees me, he's gonna think I killed somebody. Right. Don't don't mind don't mind that that body-shaped lump in the back. I'm I'm carrying trash to the dump. But yeah, man, how much how much is it gonna cost me? I have done been to two other body shops and they looked at me like I was some kind of murderer. Well, let me let me just take a look underneath it first. All right. Sorry, I'm listening. Was about to say. Goodness gracious. She's old. She's strong. Yeah, that's what I said about my last one. Your what? My last oh, my last car. Yeah. She was old and slow and right. you know, easy okay. to take a bite out of. Oh. I only
1: need about another two hundred dollars. Kinda weird.
0: Oh. Um I'll tell you what, uh why don't I uh why don't I take some very tasteful photos of you? Mm. Come on, I just want to take some photographs. All right. So what do you see, man?
1: Uh, man, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, matter under here. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Brain matter? No, I didn't say
1: anything.
0: You know, I hear brain matter makes a really good stew. What is that right there? Oh. I know what you're thinking. That probably looks like a human femur. Mm-hmm. But I assure you...
1: I'm pretty positive that's a dead
0: body. No. There's like a whole no. head right here. That's uh, not a head. That's a. That's my blow-up doll.
1: Of course. No, my bad. My I apologies, mean, sir.
0: I mean, gee Willikers, a guy can't even come over here and enjoy himself just a little bit, you know? <laughs> Fuck you. They kicked me out of the gay club, so I can't. You know, don't judge me. Okay. Just, I'm, I'm just into. Endo- I just got to Just, just some gay stuff. Oh, oh, gay stuff. We're just, you know, we're just doing some gay stuff with a deer, and I ran it over. Oh. Yeah, I was just trying to take some photographs of the deer. So there's gay stuff down here. There's gay stuff. Oh man, in the yeah, deer. Yeah, look, I'll just,
1: i just hose it down. You know, I ain't worried about this. Just All like, right. Two
0: hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars? That's the best deal I've ever seen since that little Filipino hooker I met. Oh, you're not there yet. No, I'm not there yet. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the all-day special. Happy Halloween, you sons of fucking ghouls. Yeah, we're here. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer got his car cleaned off. He's back on the road. And, uh, yeah. No, one thing I do want to talk about while we're here is... Um, so, recently, uh, my wife and I, we discovered that, uh, that the uh, Tibola County Sheriff's Department is doing a giveaway... 31 days, $40, energy for a chance to win a gun a day for 31 days. And I don't know what most of y'all thinking. Holy shit, that's a great deal. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. And that's the problem. That's the problem. It's the mentality around the guns. Guns aren't toys. Guns aren't prizes. Guns aren't things to win and gallivant and show off to your friends. You know, guns are... Talk to him, Brad. Serious, dangerous tools talk. with the intent of taking a life, and uh, I went on. I went on f- on the Facebook page on their post, the Okmulgee County Sheriff's Department post, and I tried to, uh, you know, voice my opinion. And it very quickly got deleted. Uh, was met with a lot of backlash. One guy even was like, "Will cars kill people every day in car accidents? Should we just stop making cars?" And um, but anyway, I uh, I reached out to uh, to Buzzfeed News because I'm hoping that, you know, I don't want to get the fundraiser shut down, but I would like to revise it because there's other things to give away other than guns. Hey, can y'all lock up, can y'all done? Yes, sir. Okay, can lock yes, sir. That was the that was the, that was the man. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, so I wrote to Buzzfeed uh, with an attempt to hopefully get some national attention on this and maybe get Octibah County Sheriff's Department to. Revise their fundraiser. I'm not saying to stop their fundraiser. I know they need their funds, but there's other things to give away besides guns. So let me just read this. uh, Read what I wrote here. And uh, if you guys, if you guys feel kind of how I do, uh, write to write to BuzzFeed. um, Tips at BuzzFeed.com and let them know what you're feeling. And uh, let's get some attention on this because the way it's going right now. It's not going to change because of the culture around guns in this city in this in this uh, in this state, and uh you know, but uh, I just read what I wrote. <clears throat> Hi, my name is William Brett Bailey. I am from Startville, Mississippi, home of Mississippi State University. Recently, our county sheriff's department decided to do a raffle for thirty one guns over thirty one days forty dollars energy for a chance to win a gun a day for thirty one days, in my opinion, and a lot of others, my age. Giving away a gun as a prize seems extremely irresponsible and insensitive, given the gun violence in this country. With multiple shootings in the past week, it seems to me that the mentality of a lot of people here is that guns are fun and collector's items to be played with and gallivanted in front of your friends, not tools intended to take the life of whatever is on the other end of the barrel. Again, others share this viewpoint. Today, I commented on the Chippahaw County Sheriff's Office's post on Facebook, sharing my opinion. It was very quickly taken down as locals began to quickly respond and attack my position. One person used the example, well, people die in car accidents every day, should we stop making cars? Absolutely infuriating. I write this in hopes that national attention from the media will help revise this fundraiser. Too many people where I live share this childlike mentality when it comes to firearms, This isn't a call to take guns away, but it is a call for America to wake up. Guns are weapons meant to take the life of another living thing, not something to be given away like a door prize. Below is a link to the fundraiser post. I understand BuzzFeed has a lot of stories coming in at all times, but I hope this letter finds you, moves you, and inspires you to help me bring even the smallest change to this small town. I appreciate you listening. Thank you. Sincerely, William Brett Bailey, Startville, Mississippi resident. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, again, this isn't me trying to take guns away. Like, I'll be, gun. I'll be the first to tell you I would like to purchase, uh, you know, I, I would like to, I I, I would like to own a gun. Um, you know, home defense is important, um, you know, and especially in the world, the climate that we're living in nowadays. But... Going out and buying a gun just because you want to buy a gun, just to say that you have a, you know, a gun to show to your friends, that's, that's not cool. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it, like I said in the letter, just given the, the stigma around guns, gun violence in this country. I mean, just over uh, j- j- just two, three days ago, uh, I mean, uh, 15 killed, five killed. A uh, kid in D.C. is killed. You know, I mean, there's a shooting every single day in this country. Um, a lot of the media doesn't cover it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I know I'm on my soapbox right now. Matt's busy working on a truck, but you know, that's just that's just uh, something I wanted to say. It's uh we're on Halloween, and it's scary to me that you know that that kind of mentality goes around with uh, with a weapon that's intended to take the lives of uh, whatever's on the other end of it. You know. Um, and yeah, that that to that comment that um, you know, uh, will car, people die in car accidents every day. Should we stop making cars? Cars are built with the intention to drive from point A to point B. Guns are built with the intention to end the life of whatever's on the other end of the barrel. Two huge, completely different things. And until we start recognizing weapons for what they are in this country, instead of like, it's our God-given right to own a gun and to play with guns and our kids have to have guns guns and guns and guns and guns, we need to start thinking about how do we make owning a gun serious? How do we make owning a gun safer? And how do we make owning a gun not a status symbol in this country? Because it's not a status symbol. Guns are disgusting. They end lives and you can use the argument all day well it's not the gun that kills people it's the person on the other side of the gun but the truth is a gun does the whole reason for a gun is to end somebody's or something's life okay and and you know we we need to get away from the mentality that it's a toy or it's it's some prize <sighs> but anyway let me step off my soapbox again i hope you guys if y'all feel the way i do write to tips at buzzfeed.com. Let them know about what's going on. You can go on the Octobal County Sheriff's Facebook page, see the post. If you want to support that, you know, that's your right. It's my right to not support it. And it's my right to try and draw attention of it to get it revised. And I hope you guys will join me um, in trying to to do that. Um, But anyway, I'm going to step off my soapbox. I think we're going to throw it over to uh, Sad Boy Sunday uh spooky boy sunday uh since it's halloween um and yeah you know let's let's end this let's end this halloween on a good note uh it's our first official all-day special halloween um so yeah all day all day all day let's see here and here is where we're going to uh insert some uh some some sh- sh- spooky music Sad spooky music. Spooky music. 56 30. All right. Guys, I want to welcome y'all to the Halloween edition of Sad Boy Sunday. And yeah, I know what you're thinking. We're probably going to talk about shit that scares the shit out of us. But it's honestly, it's just Sad Boy Sunday with painted orange. <clears throat> so yeah, um, I've got, today was pretty shitty for me. Um, but Matt, if you want to, if you want to take it away and let the folks know what's going on in your life, how you feeling? Man, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like there's a lot going on right now.
1: Obviously, I'm doing a podcast and fixing the truck at the same time. Things are busy, but tomorrow, until Sunday, I'm gonna be in the mountains with my baby. No service,
0: no Wi-Fi. In the cabin. Well, I'll make sure to come visit. Gee, Willikers, so you can take some pictures. I'm gonna take some very, very tasteful pictures. Nah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm just excited for that. I've been putting in a lot of work to try to get ready for it. A lot of it kind of bites me in the ass like this one right now, but you know, I. I've realized, man, like, I, mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I always put myself at the expense of others. I put my time at the expense of others. And, like, right now, like, if I can't fix this in the next 30 minutes or so, fuck it. I'm going to park it like it is and tell him, hey, I'm coming back Monday. I'll be back. He's going to park it like it's hot? i will park it like it's cold. Hey, yo. That's what it is.
0: Hey, yo. You're rubbing it in. Is it going to help? Shut up. I'm trying yeah. to look like I've been working.
1: But, yeah, that's where I'm at, you know. I'm just kind of kind of chilling right now, you know. Just living my fun day at a time. That's all you can do, dude. I feel like I made a, I made a we had a big milestone last night in my relationship. We shared each other's locations. Oh, yeah,
0: we're there. are we're there. Wow. are there. I'm glad y'all you view it as a milestone cuz when I did it, I kind of did it without Jade knowing and now she thinks I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. But I told her cuz well, so,
1: she she asked me. She was like she was like, "Hey," cuz I was like, I was like, "Yeah, I'll let you know when I get to the club" cuz I was leaving last night. She's like, "Hey, you know, I don't want to like force you, but like, you know, me and all my loved ones, like, we gotta this location in case, you know, we need need to check on you,
0: buddy. What do you use for it?
1: Find mine, an iPhone.
0: Oh. should get Live360 and join mine and Jade yeah. and all no. our family. Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> I don't want, want Live360.
0: That's what we use when we went to Florida. We Live360 drains so the battery down too much. Yeah, we use that so that they wouldn't, uh, so her family wouldn't know we are I can see using
1: it in like a in like a in a vacation where mm-hmm. you're so that way you can like know each other's that shit, but um, but yeah no we're doing we we did that so that's pretty big you know I think it's pretty big you know
0: nice
1: I mean I I have full trust in her and I'm, I'm sure she she doesn't me but it's it's nice to have something like that that we can both feel comfortable sharing with each other and not have to like make a big deal about right and she was cool about it like I said she's like I don't want to like invade your privacy she's like but if you you know you be down for it. This, I'm like, yeah, baby, let's
0: get it. See, that's sweet. Y'all had a good conversation about it, and I will tell you how I did it, and it was a wrong way to do it. Yeah, tell the fans how the hell they're not. It's all good, um, but see, and I still am, but I, I was crazy at one point, and uh, was just convinced. At one point. Was still am, uh, was like paranoid convinced that Jade was cheating on me, so I went in her phone one time, and I turned on her location no, you on Snapchat no, you to where you can view your location, But here's what I did. I didn't do it to where it was like, I'm just spying on her. I set it to where her and I are the only locations that we can see. And that none of our friends see our location. I can only see her location. She can only see my location. That's That's how I set it up. But I was still fucked because I didn't tell her. And she found out about it. And she still to this day will be like, yeah, well, at least I don't just fucking install tracking and and tracking devices on your phone. (laughs) I was like, try and run off on me one time. I'll fucking buy one on Google. And stick that bitch on the bottom of your fucking truck. That juke gonna be bugged. That juke gonna be juking down the road. I'll be juking right behind it. <laughs> no, that sounds crazy. I, 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 at one point in time, I was like, I was super paranoid. I wasn't secure with myself. I feel like I'm a lot more secure now with myself, our relationship, and you know, our dynamic and how we work. Obviously, I should be because we've been married for three years now. Yeah, exactly. Just recently celebrated our three year anniversary Woo! on the 26th. Hell yeah. Went and had some good food at Old Hickory. Old oh, Hickory. Old Hickory had us a good old fucking big ass, I mean, fucking thick as my dick steak. So it was like a skirt steak. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> no, it was a really good steak. Um, but yeah, it was a good anniversary. I'm happy for you to, to be escaping, getting on a little vacation. I feel like that's probably what I need and I hate that because we just took one. So I feel like I should be in for the long haul until Christmas.
1: What, the beach?
0: Yeah, you know, I refreshed myself with the vacation, got away from it. But now here we are, I'm not even fucking a month removed from the vacation. And I, yeah, I mean, today was really tough. Had a, had a, like, I feel like a serious depressive episode today. Uh, woke up, woke up and was literally like in the words in my head, like, you gotta get up, you gotta go to work. If you don't go to work, dogs aren't gonna get fed. Jade's gonna think you're a piece of shit. You know, she's working every day with fucking depression. Like, you gotta fucking get up and do it. But didn't matter how much I told myself, I could not get that to my hands, to my feet. I literally just laid in bed this morning like a wet sack of shit and jade you know she wakes me up we kind of get up and go and we leave at the same time and she gets up earlier than me because she's got to get ready more than i do and uh literally like she came back there four times and was like babe are you getting out of bed like you i gotta leave like are you getting up and uh you know i just i couldn't do it Uh, i i felt like shit when we didn't walk out at the same time today i didn't get to kiss her goodbye and watch her get in her car you know i just uh I don't know. It was tough going through the day to day. Like I was just fucking walking around, like led on my feet, no motivation. Um, literally, literally, uh, left work early just so I could go home and take a nap and try and like reset myself. And honestly, it helped. I'm feeling a lot better than I did. And then you came out and did a podcast and picked your truck and you feel real good. I feel good, you know. I got the serotonin going. You accomplished uh, something today. You know, I just, uh, I guess what I want to say is, is like, it bothers me that this shit happens to me and it seems like it happens for no reason. Jade tells me, you know, well, you've been working with your dad every day. You've been working. You don't, you know, you don't get to come home and like relax. And like when you do come home and relax, you've only got like an hour or so to yourself type thing and um you know she's trying to like help me rationalize it but like I told you like I've never had these kind of problems like even like in college when I was like struggling I mean maybe I was going through it in college just didn't realize it but maybe you didn't have time to realize it I just didn't I've just never had a day like today where I couldn't like I was telling myself to get out of bed and I couldn't do it like and and just want to go crawl in the darkest, deepest hole and, like, shut everything out and just go to sleep. Oh, I get it You know? Um, and it wasn't even, like, because I was, like, it was, like, my, like, mentally, emotionally, I was just tired. And I went, like I told you, it was not physically. I went to bed at a decent time last night, but I don't know, dude. I just, uh... I know mental health's important. I'm glad that we talk about it. I just wish I didn't have to talk about it so fucking much. I don't know where this, like, depression that I'm developing is coming from. You know, I was always raised with that guy that, like, mental health is a joke. Um, when you're saying it's on mental health, you're just using that as, like, a crutch and an excuse to not deal with your problems. So, like, I always feel guilty to saying that, like, I'm... I'm depressed or I'm anxious especially considering that you know like I said Jade is depressed and she works every day and she, you know she does it with a smile and she knows how to do it and I just uh, like I feel guilty that I completely shut down when it happens to me you know Yeah What's well, new to you Yeah but I guess I've I've just always been raised with that mentality that it's like like I'll just give you an example I went home one. I was working and had to leave uh, work one day because I was like throwing up. And dad was like, that's not what a fucking man does. A man's going to fucking puke and then get his ass back out to work. And it's like that kind of mentality has always stuck with Fuck me. It's that. like, you can't say like, oh, I'm fucking sad today. I need to stay home. That's just you being fucking lazy and just wanting to sleep. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and guess. that's how I've always been raised. And I feel like that's that's really playing into this right now is because I can't. And I don't want to sit here and, like, accept it and say, like, oh, I'm depressed, like, that's it, you know? And that's not what I'm trying to get. I want to figure out how to deal with it, but it's just so fucking hard to deal with it, you know? It's so Mm -hmm. hard to not, like, just want to just go and sleep and not do a fucking thing. It's just tough.
1: No, I feel you, I feel you.
0: It's tough. Mental health is scary, dude. Yeah, man. I'll, 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 I'm really into,
1: uh, so you know, like, there's a, I just didn't say Boy sun anymore, but, uh, there's a real cool, like...
0: I mean, I think we're still here. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, there's, there's a cool dude you can look up. I'll send, I'll send you uh, his channel, but he's a neuroscientist, and he's really into, like, finding out, like, uh, like, different hormone levels in the brain. And, um, like, uh, the one I really like, he, he talks a lot about, like, the circadian rhythm, and, like, when you wake up in the morning, go immediately out in the sunlight if you can. Hmm. at ideal times because when sunlight hits your body and when your eyes are receptive to it, not artificial light, but natural sunlight, UV Mm -hmm. rays and everything, your skin gets exposed to it and your eyes, even when it's cold, it sets your body in motion, basically, for the day. Mm -hmm. But basically, another thing he talks about, he talks about stress a lot. He talks about cortisone levels and all stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Stress, depression, stuff like that. But um, he says like, the way we're wired as people is that like, we have to we have to struggle to feel joy. And like it's like built into us like mentally.
0: The the no pain no gain type mentality.
1: Kind of, but more so like it doesn't have to be pain. Like pain can be part of it, but also just like not physical pain, obviously. But like uh it's, it's like going through the bad to experience the good. It's kind of pain. like it's kind of like me with this motorcycle right here like when I get that motorcycle running, I'm going to feel a whole lot better than if I were to just go buy one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I'm going to be like I'm going to remember all the time That I sat here And put my ass exactly. into it like, it's And so it's going to mean more and yeah. Now on that subject He thinks that a big part of depression Is because We just don't have anything That motivates us at that time mm-hmm. And if there's nothing to motivate us And we're still getting by We're getting all the rewards With no work And I don't mean work As in physical intense labor I mean work as in like Actually like mentally endearing stuff
0: mm-hmm. Like you know Something that challenges you.
1: It doesn't even have to challenge you. It just has to be something you enjoy. Like, I guarantee you, you don't wake up every day thinking, oh, I'm sure glad I'm going to go put install some windows.
0: Nope.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and I don't wake up like that every day either. But if you can, that's why, like, he he, uh, he expresses a big thing for, like, hobbies and stuff. hmm And, like, tangible hobbies. Like, uh, let's see, what he was talking about. Like, uh, building things and stuff like that. hmm You know. So I'm just going to take your mind off of it. He says he doesn't really know how to feel about video games. He says that videos, cause video games can also be a good way to do it. They're based on achievement a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's just like... And then, but he says like you have to have balance. So like if you're doing too much of one or the other, then you're going to be out of whack. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you're doing... If, if you're having a, heat, a hedonist approach, as in you're just... It's just pleasure all the time. Mm-hmm. Like... Your body... Like, you know, the Greeks used to think like... You know, well shit, if we had everything figured out, we'd just be eating grapes and cheese all day. Mm-hmm. Well me and you yeah. have every ability to eat grapes and cheese all day, but we, we don't We do,
0: but we don't. We I probably yeah. should. Eh. I think they were probably healthier.
1: Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> but like, you know, that was their that was a version like sweets, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Good snacks, or whatever. But baklava. Main thing is saying, like, you know, you kinda gotta like balance yourself. And it sucks too, in, like the way he's saying it. And I don't know if he's right. I I really like listening to him. He seems like a smart fellow. He approaches it in a nice way. I don't know if he's right, but it makes sense. Because, like, I can correlate with how I feel. Like, I remember when, um, when Rowan passed away. And, obviously, it was already, like, oh, shit, I lost my dog. Mm -hmm. And I lived alone at the time. And, like, it was just me and him. So, like, literally, right after he died, it was just me alone all the time. And it was, like, bro. But then on top of that, like, shortly after that happened, I quit working at security And I started working at The Pony. And, like...
0: You think it was that switch-up that helped you? No, I don't think it helped me at all. I think it hurt me. You think it hurt you?
1: I think it hurt me. Because, like, I didn't derive... Like, when I went to the bin, like... Don't get me wrong. Now, I feel very... I feel very, uh... Essential on the nights that I work. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, like... When I first started there, I didn't feel like, you know, when you're new somewhere, and you're supposed to work a security car, like, they use security cars so much, that like, they're not, not really going to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I went to, a, I went from a place where I'm very well respected and loved all the time. Like, the band, bro, like, they still have love for me. Like, I go there. Shout out Ben612. <laughs> every, <laughs>
0: like, every episode, I think, we shout them out. Yeah. Sp- you, put a sponsor out of it, why don't you? Sign up for the premium package. Sign up for the premium package. Hey, we, we got ins. We could probably get Ben to fucking sponsor us. Oh, we
1: probably could. I
0: definitely have right I keep right. telling you, let's go get fucking uh, scooter. Let's go oh,
1: get scooter. He did ding on my mom. I know, it's only dude, fair. It's a, only fair.
0: It's only fair. We'll Anyways. As a sponsor, be like, hey, you fuck this guy's mom, sponsor our podcast. <laughs> Anyways.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I went from a position where I was very, like, I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoy going to work at the bin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I made the move to the Pony for strictly money. And it's like, you know, I went from a place where I'm very loved and I enjoy going. And then just that on top of it with Rowan passing, like it was just a lot at once. A lot at once. And yeah. it was just like, I just felt like for a month, maybe two months after he died, man, I just felt like worthless. Mm-hmm. And I was still working at the shop. And like when I tell you, like I usually go into the shop with good attitude. I'm usually the guy in the morning, like, come on guys, let's step up. Let's get this shit done, man. Matt, we've been working on the same car for two weeks. We don't know what the fuck to do at this point. Well,
0: you better get in there and look at it for another
1: two we weeks. Got, we got it. We got three things we ain't tried yet, Matt, All those sound terrible. Well, we still got to try. <laughs> but you know, like that's you how I am. And for this two months, like even like my people at the shop are asking me, they're like, "Man, are you okay?" And I'm like, "Bro, I just have no motivation to be here." That's exactly how it looks, like, I like. And it's not because I don't like y'all. I, I love y'all. I love you're kind being of, here. You're like walking around. Like I have no motivation to do anything. It's not even that. Like it's that's just awesome. like. It's just like I wouldn't even invest in myself in my work Like I take pride in my work I take pride in, my, in, in what I do to fix vehicles But like even then like I just didn't give a shit mm-hmm. And like And I even realized it like I remember one day when I was at work It was probably about maybe a month after Rome passed And like I said it was just like The days were long and they were monotonous They were long but they were fast The days were long but the weeks were fast uh-huh. You know what I mean Yeah. And it's just like over and over and over And I'm just like bro what the fuck And then On top of all that Like What was I saying I forgot where I was going with this
0: God damn it You were talking about the um, Like how it all Just started piling up Oh no yeah I knew
1: knew it was I knew it was a limit point Because like I was working on a car And I knew whose car it was And I sat there And put a tie rod on And it still had some slack in it
0: And And you were just like Fuck it And I was like
1: Fuck it And I walked away And like I went to the bathroom And I sat there And I was washing my face off And everything And I sat there for a second And I'm like Bro this lady has two kids like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I looked at myself in the mirror, like, what the fuck are you right now? Like, that's, yeah. that's bullshit. Like, yeah. you are the person you would never want to be right now. Like, mm-hmm. what if that, like, not saying it would, but, like, why would you even let that go out? Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: You're trying to push it because, like, who cares what the boss thinks? Who cares what the lady wants her car back? Like, the main priority is it's done right. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't done right within the day. And you're going to sit here because you don't feel good about shit. And you're going to put someone else in danger. Mm-hmm. Kids at danger. Yeah. Like, a two-year-old and a five-year-old. -hmm. And at that moment, I remember that moment specifically, I kicked myself in the ass to just try to do anything, anything Mm -hmm. at all.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's a big thing in depression. Is it just, it just fucking like it's it, a snowball. It, it, well, it's not even that. Like, it, yeah, it's a snowball, but yeah. like you're in the center of it, and you're just getting more and more compressed into yourself. It's hard to get out of it too. It, where you really don't give a fuck. You start to
1: not even give a fuck about yourself at a point. It's it's like quicksand. Like when you get into it, at first you're like, oh, it's just a little bit. Like it's not a big deal. And then you don't realize when you're up to your neck <laughs> until
0: you're up to until, your until neck. you're up to your neck, and you're like, how the you're fuck Jesus, do I like get out? You're like,
1: Jesus, I can't breathe.
0: Like that yeah. moment with me at the time
1: like that was my up to the neck moment mm-hmm. i'm like bro it's gotten to a point where this is dangerous like i need to surround myself with something and for me that something was just like i started like taking walks like morning time time yeah. for myself which is what
0: you were telling me i need to do and i think i'm gonna start doing that yeah man, just walk it's around just your neighborhood. a lot of like what you were talking about like it's the monotony it's a lot of like doing the same shit and then coming home and it's it's nothing against Jade. Like, I love her to death. I love our home life. Like, we have a really healthy home life. Yeah. But it's just like... Like you said, like video games. Like, I get tied up in a video game, and the second that video game's over, I feel... You're back. I'm, like, I feel depression. You're back. I feel sad. Yeah. Because and the game's over.
1: And, and not, I'm back to real life. And you're not using video games... You're not... At that point, you're not using video games... As entertainment.
0: As I'm entertainment. using it as you're an using escape. using it as an
1: escape. You're using it as a coping mechanism. Exactly. You're using it as... A way and, to enjoy yourself outside of
0: actual life. And that's what I wanna that's what I wanna stop. Like I'm just sitting here and I'm looking around and I'm like, it's fucking gorgeous out. Like if you were driving by the road and you saw this place, you'd be like, ugh, that's trashy. But like just looking around it, like fucking take all the man-made shit out of it. And it's just it's gorgeous. Dude, I it's can it's pretty. The leaves, the I sunlight, you, I can give you the wind. I can give you so many trails that are so close to you right and now. And I just, you know, I think I think that would help. And Jade, too, you know? Like, let's go out, enjoy the sunlight before it starts, get, you know? And let's walk.
1: Dude, the weather right now is perfect. All you got to do is just tell Jade, whenever y'all have, like, a day off, like, a morning, or even, like, in the afternoon, if y'all, like, have both work, like, go out to the refuge. It's a 30-minute drive. Go out to the refuge. Leave your, You ain't got to turn your phones off. Leave your phones in the car and just take a hike down a trail for an hour. That's yeah. it. And, like, it's not going to feel like anything at first. Like, don't get me wrong. You, you might get caught up in the idea of, like, oh, this is all very nice. This is so much different. This is so relaxing and everything. But that's not it. Like, that's, that's, not, that's, that's not even what's happening. Like, when you get home later, like, you're going to know that you did something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, it, and oh, it's, all I did was hike down a trail in the woods. But it's something different. But it's something different. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like the, and, like, you know, like, hiking, to me, hiking doesn't become monotonous. I love hiking. But, like, me, even at this point, like, in mornings, i go out and run trails sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I go out to, uh, uh, what's it called? Fuck, I don't know the name of it. Dorman Lake. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I buried Robo at. Mm-hmm. That was his favorite place. I go yeah. out there and run all the time. It feels mm-hmm. good, you know? And then, like, if you can, like, me, I've been trying to incorporate fitness in it. Mm-hmm. So, like, me. high
0: knees, do a little squat thrust as you're going. No, work, <laughs>
1: I, I've been working out. I've been running. I've been working out. I feel good. You look yeah. good. Thank you. Dick's packing. I need to eat a little more. <laughs> you like that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? If you didn't know, I've had my I've had my
0: dick out this entire podcast. the entire podcast. If you're not if you're not if you're not working on a truck with your dick dangling out, are you really working on if the if truck? You're not, if you're not wrenching with your cock out, then
1: you're missing out on so much free testosterone. If,
0: if you, you ain't got a socket with your cock it, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong, man. <laughs> you need to rethink your life. Yeah, so I guess this. Get some help. I guess this next week, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and break out of that routine and just coming in, sitting down, smoking and playing video games until we ooh, go get dinner.
1: Oh bro, right now I'm gonna tell you another thing too. Also, big thing, huge thing. And I don't think Mary would care. I can tell her business on here, but like Mary, like she's even going, she's she's got her little stuff right now going on with it too. Like, bro, weed, like I love weed, I love smoking, but we do need to understand that it can't have effects on your psyche.
0: Mm -hmm. We do need to understand It is a downer for a reason
1: We do need to understand that Although we're not saying I'm not saying that we're crackheads for weed But I am saying that habitual Like routine smoking As in like Well we always smoke when we get home Mm -hmm. Like Mary's thing is like Well we always smoke a blunt before we go to bed
0: Yep We always take a GB when we get home Always take a GB before dinner Yeah man And look I'm saying like Take Don't
1: even take Don't even like start off small Take Don't even take a whole day off of smoking Take, like, take one instance out of your day when you usually do.
0: Mm-hmm. And instead
1: of smoking, just uh, just do something else. Yeah. Even if it's something that's, like, you wouldn't even consider productive. Right. Like, you ain't got to clean, you ain't got to do anything. But, like, just don't smoke. Do what you normally do. Like, if you want to play a game or something before you go to bed or whatever, do that, whatever. But just don't smoke one time that you usually do. trying to dirty yourself up some more.
0: <laughs> dirty, 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 Come boy. Here, man, I got you. Give me give me some, baby. No, I'm clean yeah, you don't use too much brake cleaner,
1: buddy. But yeah, man, like seriously, like, you know, it's, it's, it, it, mental health is important. I know we stress that with Sad Boy Sunday, but like, you know, really shout out everybody, man. If you're going through it, like talk to somebody. That's a big thing too. talk to your people, man. Like tell them how you feel, because if not, like they might take they might take how you feel as misdirected feelings towards them. And then it just creates a it creates a vacuum of just negativity. Because when you're in a bad mood and you don't tell anybody why, and you don't tell anybody that's not their fault, then they're going to assume it's their fault. Yeah. And when they do that, they're going to get in a bad mood. And then nothing's going to make you feel worse when you're in a bad mood than someone else in a bad mood.
0: I will say, um, like today, like, uh, you know, I was talking about guns and shit and like, but, you know, I don't like to consider myself a suicidal person. I've never really, but today, like... Felt like eating the end of a 12-gauge would solve my problems, you know? Yeah, it happens. And um, Sometimes shit gets heavy, bro. And, you know, uh, all it really took for me was I needed to, to, to go to sleep, reset myself, and then get out and do something. Yeah. Like, coming out here, hanging out with you, listening to music, doing the podcast, like, I feel rejuvenated. I can't wait to go home, see my wife, see the girls, you know? when. Four hours ago, all I wanted to do was go home and put my fucking head in the bed. Like, I barely, like, I petted Sylvie, petted Nugget, petted Biscuit, went straight to bed. Yeah. You know? No, man. I
1: mean, it's, it's, it's real. Like, I mean, it's, it's just... It's just
0: crazy how much, you know, it's just... Gotta not, change your mentality.
1: We're not... It's like... We're not built... We're not built for stagnancy. We're not built for... We're not built for routine and... Mm-hmm. And... I don't know what... Mundanity? I
0: don't know what that word is. Mm-hmm. Mundane. Mundane. It's just the same old, same old... Blech.
1: Yeah, but... Well, I did not know if there's, like, another word for it. Like, a noun for it.
0: Yeah, I got you. But
1: you know what I mean. Anyways, like, like we're just not built to that. So, like, you kind of got to find a balance, like, uh, between what you know and what you don't. And it's okay. And you know what? It's not like... I'm not saying you got to go fucking charter an adventure to the fucking South Brazil. Get out of your box.
0: Yeah, basically. Just like, get out of your box a little bit.
1: Like, what do you want to do? Like, what have you always want to do? Like, my homegirl, man. My homegirl. Um, dog mama. Rowan's mama. Like... She goes through her bouts all the time. Mm-hmm. But she's been going out to the drag strip every Sunday. She loves that, bro. She doesn't do anything but just sit there and watch them take off. And she knows the people now. The security guards let her sit in the golf cart, like, between the cars. And she oh, just hell there yeah. And see all the drag cars spin off and everything. She doesn't know shit about it. She, <laughs> she, she's not drag racing. But it's breaking but up the monotony. It's something that she doesn't, she doesn't usually do. And she's got to meet more people. And she's got mm-hmm. to enjoy different people. And just... Being in a different place and everything, and that's beautiful. That's like that's that's all you gotta do. Like it's not. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, man.
0: It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Get outside your box. It's a beautiful thing. Get outside your box. Be scary. Be scary. Guys, that's gonna end it for our episode. I want to wish y'all all a happy Halloween. Stay safe. <sighs> Don't do any drugs. If you do do drugs, do them responsibly. You uh, said doo doo. Do-do. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, we love y'all. Again, thanks for joining us on another episode of the All Day Special. And we will see you guys in two weeks for our one-year anniversary! Hey! hey! Are we doing every two weeks now? Yeah, we're going to do bi-weekly. We're doing bi-weekly because we're lazy shit. That's the news. Maybe if we get
1: out more and do more stuff, we'll have the motivation to do a week again.
0: That's uh, Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, give us a few months of rejuvenating and maybe we'll get back to Maybe when, maybe when we're not Depresso Espresso. <laughs> Would you like a little steam with your Depresso Espresso? Shout
1: out auntie. She, 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 she showed me that term. I love that. Depresso <laughs>
0: Espresso. Oh, God. We love you guys. Y'all have a great Halloween, and we will see y'all in a couple weeks. Bye. All day. All day. Boing. 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 I just want to take some photographs. Boing. Just some tasteful pictures. Boing. I just want to watch a movie. We're going to watch a movie. And then you can leave all day. Gee, golly, dad. I really fucked this podcast up. (laughs) No, I did that. All day. Bitch.